The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Merry Christmas and good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, January 4th, 2023 the 11th day of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Today is the memorial of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Born August 28, 1774, just a couple of years before the Declaration of Independence. By birth and marriage, she was linked to the first families of New York and enjoyed the fruits of high society. She was reared a staunch Episcopalian, so she learned the value of prayer, scripture, and a nightly examination of conscience. The early deaths of her mother in 1777 and her baby sister in 78 gave Elizabeth a feel for eternity. At 19, Elizabeth was the belle of New York. She married a handsome, wealthy businessman, William McGee Seton. They had five children before his business failed and he died of tuberculosis. While in Italy with her dying husband, Elizabeth witnessed Catholicism in action through family friends. Now, three basic points led her to become a Catholic. Belief in the real presence, devotion to the Blessed Mother, and conviction that the Catholic Church led back to the apostles and to Christ. Many of her family and friends rejected her when she became a Catholic in March of 1805. To support her children, she opened a school in Baltimore. From the beginning, her group followed the lines of a religious community which was officially founded in 1809. She suffered great trials of sickness, misunderstanding, the death of loved ones, and the heartache of a wayward son. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton died January 4, 1821. She is the first American-born citizen to be beatified and canonized. She's buried in Emmitsburg, Maryland. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, 
my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel places us at the River Jordan at that very busy and hectic time of the preaching of St. John the Baptist, the cousin of, of you, Jesus. And we know that John the Baptist was followed or accompanied by some friends of his, young men who were inspired by the Baptist's own example. John the Baptist has so many virtues, doesn't he? Fidelity, perseverance, hardiness, fortitude, bravery. And no surprise that some of his friends joined him in his work. And we're told in today's Gospel that John the Baptist was standing with two of his disciples and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The, the two disciples, the two friends of John, heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. St. John the Baptist sees Jesus passing by, and immediately he points him out to his two friends, who are Andrew and John, both of whom become Apostles of the Lord. And we can imagine how it was for them to spend the rest of that day with Jesus from four in the afternoon onwards. How special that must have been to be with God made man, to be in the company of Jesus. The wonderful thing, Lord, is that's precisely where we find ourselves now in the Christmas season. You are Emmanuel, you are God with us, and we are in your company. And that's what we're doing in a special, you might say, more intimate way during the Christmas season. We're enjoying the company of Jesus. We're living your life. We are with you. Our relationship with you is always personal, just as this period of prayer is always a personal dialogue. Joseph Ratzinger said in a homily he gave back in 1973, at that stage he was Father Joseph Ratzinger, he speaks of Christ and he says, He is a person and he seeks the person. He has a face and he seeks our face. Jesus, in this prayer and throughout the Christmas season, I want to seek your person. I want to see your face. And in fact, I do see and touch the person that is you in the child. The baby Jesus is the eternal word of God. And once we enter into dialogue with Jesus, like the apostles who spend the rest of the day with him in his house, once we enter into the company of Jesus, your company, Lord, we discover that you are the great friend, 
and that our life becomes friendship with you. And that our life with you actually expands out into friendship with many other people. St. Thomas Aquinas says, Jesus Christ is the best and the wisest friend. St. Teresa of Avila says, A person can bear all things, provided he possesses Christ Jesus dwelling within him as his friend and affectionate guide. Well, that's us, Lord. That's our life. Our life is with you dwelling within us in grace as our friend and our affectionate guide. The whole Christian life can be seen in these terms, in terms of today's gospel. It's all about friendship with Christ. And that friendship expands, it grows, it spreads. And that's how other people get to know Jesus. It could be said that the history of the church really is a history of friendships. One person gets to know Christ, enters into that divine human friendship, and then brings that divine human friendship to others, which is what John the Baptist does. His friendship with Christ expands to include Andrew and, um, and John, John the Evangelist. And even more in today's gospel, we're told that one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus was Andrew. And he first found his own brother, Simon, and told him, we have found the Messiah. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him, at Andrew's brother, and said, You are Simon the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. So the prince of the apostles, the first pope, is brought along to meet Jesus by his brother. One friend brings another, and that friendship with Christ expands, and the church grows. The church is a story of friendships, all built around the one essential friendship, which is Christ. You and I, sometimes we might think, well, how can I spread the faith? How can I help my friends and my family get close to Jesus? Generally, it's not a matter of winning arguments or debating. It's more just sharing with our friends those great treasures that we have within us, without forcing them on them. There was once, a, uh, in recent times, a, a university student, uh, and he had a good friend in college. This particular student was a committed Catholic and his friend was not. His friend was baptized a Catholic, probably had received the sacraments of initiation, but had never really practiced the faith. And the committed Catholic friend often encouraged his other friends, you should really go to confession, you know. That would give you a lot of peace and support in your life. And his friend, the non-practicing or non-committed Christian, would say, enough, get lost. I'm not interested. Uh, I'm not sure I want to do that. But because they were good friends, they could talk about all these things, those more intimate things, these spiritual things. And without forcing his friend in any way, the committed Catholic from time to time just encouraged him to think about the treasure, to think about what he might share in if he so wished. But his friend always said, no, I don't want to do that. And one day they were walking through the streets of the city and the committed Catholic friend said, oh, I'm just going to pop into this church for a minute to say a prayer. You can wait for me outside if you want. And his friend said, no, I'll, I'll go in with you. They went into a church in a busy city street and at a certain point, 
the committed Catholic friend realized that his friend was gone. He had left. He felt a little disappointed in his heart. He felt, could he not have waited for a minute? I mean, why did he disappear so quickly? And then a few minutes later, his friend came back to him and knelt down beside him and said, look, I just want to thank you so much because I didn't leave the church. I went to confession. There was confessions on. And I'm just really grateful that you didn't give up on me. I'm really grateful that you spoke to me about confession. The history of the church, the story of the church, the adventure of the Christian life is a question of friendship. Friendship with you, Jesus, which is an immense loving ocean of friendship, which spreads out to so many other people. In the Christmas season, we deepen in our friendship with Emmanuel, Jesus, God who is with us. And we also seek to share that friendship with others in whatever way is possible to us, whatever way is natural. Maybe it's just smiling at a friend or being of service or, or sharing something about our prayer life or our faith with somebody. Why not? If we love people, we share what we have inside. St. John Paul II, who was a great, you might say, expert in friendship himself, addressing the youth of the world, he said, Be the enthusiastic friends of Jesus who present the Lord to all those who wish to see him, especially those who are furthest away from him. God uses human friendship to lead hearts to the source of divine charity. We ask Mary and Joseph to help us to be friends of the great friend and friends of many friends. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour on Daybreak. Celebrating St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And we begin this day of prayer with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord. Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, 
and And will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Holy God, we praise Thy name. Lord of all, we bow before Thee. All on earth Thy scepter claim. All in heaven above adore Thee. Infinite Thy vast domain. Everlasting is Thy reign. Hark the loud celestial hymn. Angel choirs above are raising. Cherubim and seraphim in unceasing chorus praising fill the heavens with sweet accord. Holy, holy, holy Lord, holy Father. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me me not weep in vain. 
And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. The thoughts of my heart are always before you, O Lord. You are are my my help and my Redeemer. A reading from the letter to the Colossians. Whatever you do, whether in speech or in action, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, 
Give thanks to God the Father through him. You who are wives, be submissive to your husbands. This is your duty in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives. Avoid any bitterness toward them. You children, obey your parents in everything as the acceptable way in the Lord. And fathers, do not nag your children, lest they lose heart. To slaves I say, obey your human masters perfectly, not with the purpose of attracting attention and pleasing men, but in all sincerity and out of reverence for the Lord. Whatever you do, work at it with your whole being. Do it for the Lord rather than for men, since you know full well you will receive an inheritance from Him as your reward. Be slaves of Christ the Lord. Whoever acts unjustly will be repaid for the wrong he has done. No favoritism will be shown. You slave owners, deal justly and fairly with your slaves, realizing that you, too, have a master in heaven. The Word of the Lord. Whatever you do in word and deed, do Do all all in in the the name name of of the the Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Give thanks to our God and Father through his Son. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. The second reading is from a conference to her spiritual daughters. I will tell you what is my own great help. I once read or heard that an interior life means but the continuation of our Savior's life in us. That the great object of all his mysteries is to merit for us the grace of his interior life and communicate it to us, it being the end of his mission to lead us into the sweet land of promise, a life of constant union with himself. And what was the first rule of our dear Savior's life? You know it was to do his Father's will. Well, then, the first end I propose in our daily work is to do the will of God. Secondly, to do it in the manner he wills, and thirdly, to do it because it is his will. I know what his will is by those who direct me. Whatever they bid me do, if it is ever so small in itself, is the will of God for me. Then do it in the manner he wills it, not sowing an old thing as if it were new, or a new thing as if it were old, not fretting because the oven is too hot, or in a fuss because it is too cold. You understand? Not flying and driving because you are hurried, not creeping like a snail because no one pushes you. Our dear Savior was never in extremes. The third object is to do His will because God wills it. That is, to be ready to quit at any moment and to do anything else to which you may be called. You think it very hard to lead a life of such restraint unless you keep your eye of faith always open. Perseverance is a great grace, 
To go on gaining and advancing every day, we must be resolute and bear and suffer as our blessed forerunners did. Which of them gained heaven without a struggle? What are our real trials? By what name shall we call them? One cuts herself out a cross of pride, another, one of causeless discontent, another, one of restless impatience or peevish fretfulness. But is the whole any better than children's play if looked at with the common eye of faith? Yet we know certainly that our God calls us to a holy life, that he gives us every grace, every abundant grace. And though we are so weak of ourselves, this grace is able to carry us through every obstacle and difficulty. But we lack courage to keep a continual watch over nature. And therefore, year after year, with our thousand graces, multiplied resolutions, and fair promises, we run around in a circle of misery and imperfections. After a long time in the service of God, we come nearly to the point from whence we set out, and perhaps with even less ardor for penance and mortification than when we began our consecration to him. You are now in your first set out. Be above the vain fears of nature and efforts of your enemy. You are children of eternity. Your immortal crown awaits you, and the best of fathers waits there to reward your duty and love. You may indeed sow here in tears, but you may be sure there to reap in joy. The time is growing short, so we must rejoice as though we were not rejoicing. We must work in the world, yet without becoming immersed in it. For For the the world world as we we know know it is is passing away. We have not adopted the spirit of the world. For For the the world world as we we know know it is is passing away. Let us pray. O God, who crowned with the gift of true faith, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton's burning zeal to find you, grant by her intercession an example that we may always seek you with diligent love and find you in daily service with sincere faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-three minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak. It's Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Simon gets a new name. From the first chapter of the Gospel of John. The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked. Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following. What do you seek? Rabbi, where are you staying? Rabbi means teacher. Jesus answered them. 
Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon. We have found the Messiah. Messiah means Christ. Andrew brought Simon to Jesus. Jesus looked at him. So you are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas. Cephas means Peter. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Simplicity. We don't hear it mentioned a lot, but it's definitely something which we should have as one of our aims. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Simplicity and naturalness are extremely attractive virtues. To see this, we just have to look at Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. We need to know that these are difficult virtues because pride gives us an exaggerated idea of ourselves, making us want to appear before others as more than we are or have. We so often feel humiliated because we want to be the center of attention or to enjoy the esteem of those around us, because we don't admit that at times we do things badly, because we are not content to act and pass unnoticed because we seek the compensation of a word of praise or gratitude. We complicate our lives very often because we don't accept our limitations and because we take ourselves too seriously. Pride can lead us to talk too much about ourselves, to think almost exclusively about our personal problems, or to try to attract attention, sometimes in complicated, obscure ways. It can even make us pretend to have non-existent illnesses or joys and sorrows which do not correspond to our state of mind. Pedantry, affectation, boasting, hypocrisy, and lies are all opposed to simplicity and therefore to friendship. They also make it difficult to live harmoniously with others. They are a real obstacle to a harmonious family life. However, the simplicity our Lord teaches us is not naivete. Remember, he says, I am sending you out to be like sheep among wolves. You must then be prudent as serpents and yet innocent as doves. We Christians have to go through the world with these two virtues, simplicity and prudence, which mutually perfect each other. To be simple, we have to be careful to have a right intention in our actions, which should be directed to God. Only in this way can we overcome our complicated feelings, our momentary impressions, or the continued life of the senses. Together with the right intention, we need clear, concise, brutal if necessary, sincerity to expose our weaknesses without trying to hide or deny them. Look, the apostles, for all their evident and undeniable defects, were sincere, simple, transparent. You too have evident and undeniable defects. May you not lack simplicity. To learn how to be simple, we contemplate Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in all the scenes of the infancy of our Lord in the midst of their ordinary life. 
let us ask them to make us like children before God, that we may talk to Him personally, without anonymity, without fear. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God. O God, all all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God. I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord, I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you. O God, the waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father. You established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders, but more wondrously you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life, 
that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For in all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. 
Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. A reading from the Letter to the Romans. Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord will help her. His loving presence will be with her. The The Lord Lord will will help her. His His loving presence will be with her. He dwells in her. She will not falter. His His loving presence will be with her. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord will help her. His His loving presence will be with her. All the world will recognize you as my disciples when they see the love you have one for another. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. All the world will recognize you as my disciples when they see the love you have one for another. My brothers, with all the holy women, let us profess our faith in our Savior and call upon Him. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Lord Jesus, you forgave the sinful woman because she loved much. Forgive us who have sinned much. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, the holy women ministered to your needs during your journeys. Help us to follow your footsteps. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, Master, Mary listened to your words while Martha served your needs. Help us to serve you with love and devotion. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you call everyone who does your will your brother, sister, and mother. Help us to do what is pleasing to you in word and action. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who crowned with the gift of true faith St. Elizabeth Ann Seton's burning zeal to find you, grant by her intercession an example that we may always seek you with diligent love and find you in daily service with sincere faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Relevant Radio will provide live coverage of the funeral mass of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI tomorrow morning at 1.40 a.m., It will be rebroadcast tomorrow at noon. Morning air next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.